we're in the future. Like 2020 is the future, but it's not really what Back to the Future predicted, is it? Like when they went to 2015 in that film, it was a bit more glorified. The world's on fire. You know, you know what we are? We're in Biff's timeline. <laughs> Oh yeah, we're back. <laughs> um, welcome to chapter 100 and, and didn't look it up. Oops, I had the whole summer to do that. Hang on, 100 and just got to search my own podcast on Spotify. Uh, 141, that is right, uh, of memoirs of a low melanin machacho how y'all doing new decade new me new new podcast background new home i moved out a house which i talked about i think in the last podcast and then yeah it was christmas happened i moved out and it was a whole thing and i thought let's just give it a minute let's pump the brakes on the podcast we'll reset come back 2020 and we'll kick it in the goddamn cock and here we are, kicking that scrote, and it's good to be back kicking. And uh, I've changed, you know. I'm a new, I feel like I'm I'm a new person, you know. I'm I've come back now uh, to this podcast spiritually enlightened. I feel like a white girl who's come back from Europe and is telling all her friends, "You simply must go to the Greek islands." It's just it, like she makes out like the movie Mamma Mia doesn't exist, and no one knows what Europe is, right? I love that, man. All my friends come back. Oh, my God, you must. R- Rome, have you been? Oh, my God. Th- they have this thing. It's called the Colosseum. You probably wouldn't have heard about it. But And there's this tower, and it's just slightly, it's just on a slight angle. It, it's crazy. And I did the funniest thing. I, I don't know if you saw it on my Instagram, but <laughs> I uh, I stood next to it like I was trying to hold it up. But so so it was like an optical illusion. <laughs> oh, we had a great time. And oh you must go to Amsterdam. It's shut the fuck up. Right? So uh that's me now. I'm back and I've grown up. Your boy's grown up and I've come back to this podcast in London. Will I be annoying like a girl who's come back after Europe? Maybe. I might tell you about guys, you'll never guess what happens when you move out. I don't know if you guys know about this, but you got to pay bills. I've been paying bills. I pay gas, electricity. You simply must try it. Okay. I paid rent. All right. I've sent a few emails to my landlord about asking him different queries and, ah, oh, you simply must. It's, you know, it's, it's crazy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm good. It's good to be back and I have moved out. So this is a new, new podcast background. Uh, I'll get to that. I have a little, uh, what's, what's this called again? Uh, uh, ah, shit. I don't know. I'm, I can't think of the word. It's like a, um, no, I can't think of the word. It's a thing of, oh, 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 I'm almost breaking my microphone. God damn, this is not off to a good start. Um, I've got a new setup here. So, uh, it's similar background, same, same, but different. I've got a brand new audio setup, which means very exciting. First ever sponsor of the podcast is Rode because I didn't pay for any of this shit. Uh, not shit, though. That's a bad ad. Already off to a bad start. <laughs> it's great uh, equipment. They gave me a new Rodecaster Pro, a bunch of travel microphones, new cords. They gave me a new shotgun mic for my camera. They hooked your boy up. So uh, massive shout-out to Rode and uh, would highly recommend uh, them. I'm not just saying that because they did your boy a deal. I'm, like, I'm going to stop saying that, all right, because they did me a deal. I'm I'm not I'm not just I'm not just saying go check out road at road.com.au. I'm not just saying that because they gave me stuff. But if you wanted to, you'd get there at road.com.au. I think I haven't even looked it up what I'm supposed to be plugging. Um, <laughs> um, but no, shout out to Road. I've been using their microphones for uh, ages. Um, so uh, yeah, it's uh, this isn't a Road the, this microphone, but uh, all this actual audio interface, like the soundboard I'm using. We've got sound effects now on this podcast, huh? See? Huh? That's pretty good, isn't it? You know? Just uh, got some free stuff. Nothing but net. 
Boom. That's how we're doing it this year. Sound effects are stepping it up. It's very cool. So a uh, massive shout out to Rode uh, for hooking me up with that gear. They uh, do great stuff. So it's 2020. And what does that mean? It means we're living in the future, guys. It means we've made it. I honestly didn't think that I'd get here. Now, I'm, I'm not saying I thought that I would die like before 2020, before I'm 23. I didn't think I'd die, but I just never thought about that, like that the year 2020 would happen and I'd be just here kicking it on a podcast. I didn't really, you know, when like you were a kid and it was like 2008 and you didn't even realize that 2020 would ever exist. You're like, dude, it's 2008. Like I'm living in the now. Like in four years, the world's going to end in 2012 because of the Mayan calendar. Do you remember that weird time where like a bunch of people just locked themselves in a dungeon and thought they were going to die because they thought the world was going to end? Then they made a movie about it. The 2000, like that period where, th- where that was happening was just wild. Like there was Facebook events like, ha the world's going to end today. And uh, everyone with a brain was like, probably not. Uh, but everyone without a brain was like, no, but this one ancient calendar predicted it. Um, so that was a weird time. But yeah, when I was like 2006, 2008, primary school, you know, just chilling, going into year seven, at not one point was I thinking like one day it's going to be 2020. Huh. I was just like chilling, living in the now. It's too late to apologize. It's too late. Just like pumping that, like Timberland and One Republic. Or is it One Republic? It should be One Republic and Timberland. That makes me angry. Did you know that song is uh, Timberland featuring One Republic? The levels of disrespect. Like the guy from One Republic does all the work. Hang on, I'm going to find that song. Um, Apologize. It's called Apologize. Do you remember this song? I'm just saying, everyone remembers it, right? It's literally like so fresh, like 2008. This was rocking. And you say, okay, so this is One Republic, right? And that's Timberland. If you if you just go back here, so this is One Republic killing it, and this is where Timberland comes in. Uh, uh. Sounds like he's eating too much. Uh, that's what I sounded like after Christmas. Hey, Luke, would you like some more ham? Uh, 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 <clears throat> no, thanks. <coughs> and that's what Timberland did and got his name as the main feature on, like, he's not even a feature, as the main artist. I don't give a fuck if he produces a song. All right, I don't want emails or comments. Good, pity produce. I don't care. All right, look who does the work there. All right? One Republic's shoulders must be sore. Maybe that's why they... Had to take like a 10-year break between that and Counting Stars. Uh, But yeah, we're in the future. Like 2020 is the future. But it's not, doesn't feel like it. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't, like, this is the future, by the way. If you're thinking, no, Luke, that's dumb. It's the present. It's now. No, we're in the fucking future. But it's not really what Back to the Future predicted, is it? Like when they went to 2015 in that film, it was a bit more glorified. Now it's 2020 and like not only do we not have hoverboards or anything good like pizzas that, you know, go like that, um, the world's on fire. You know, you know what we are? We're in Biff's timeline <laughs> of Back to the Future 2. You know the fucked part of the movie where Biff finds the sports almanac and then the world just goes to shit? I feel like that's what timeline we're in now. <laughs> we're just like, there's just like the streets are burnt. Like literally uh, the country is on fire. There's just like a, literally Trump is pr- like president. And I don't care about politics, but like, that's what the character was based off. I think. Um, and like, there's just a lot of bad shit happening. And it's like, maybe Maybe we need like a Marty and a Doc to go back and reverse the future. Maybe one day I'm going to be walking down the street and all of a sudden like just the world, the world's going to be better, you know? Anyway, it kind of sucks, man. Like it's such a, such a bummer. Like I feel, I don't remember fires being this bad. Like the fires are really bad. If you're from overseas, you probably would have heard about it because 
People have been talking about it in America. Like the Australian fires right now, there was literally a fire 10 minutes away from my house. My friend had to leave. Like I had to evacuate. And I don't live in like the, the country. I mean, I, I live in Diamond City. So it's it's the, you know, economical and uh, it's, it's, a, it's one of the thriving hubs of uh, Melbourne. But no, this was like in uh, Greensboro, like is almost lit up my primary school, which was... Uh, crazy so yeah like there's fires everywhere like literally 10 minutes away from my house in the suburbs just ripping through suburbs now like it's lots of out in the country up the east coast so uh massive shout out to all them firefighters doing it tough uh they are truly heroes and yeah it's it's uh it's so shitty to watch every time you turn on the news or something Hey, so I just wanted to interrupt the podcast at this point because obviously I was just talking about the Australian bushfires that are happening at the moment and I actually recorded this podcast like three days ago and I don't think at the time uh, I really had done, I hadn't done any research. I didn't, don't think I had a full understanding of the severity of the situation and really what was actually going on. It's one of those things, it's, it's on such a large scale at this point uh, it's very hard to comprehend and, and process. I think it took me a few days to really, for it to really hit home. And, uh, when I recorded this podcast, I didn't really know what to say and I kind of just moved on quickly, but, uh, it's definitely something that's on like the forefront of everyone's minds here in Australia. So I did want to address it and, uh, obviously wanted to help. So I'll get to that in a sec, but, uh, if you don't know, if you're overseas, Australia is on fire. There's no other way to put it, essentially. There's been uh, 6 million hectares of land that has been burnt already. I read that on Monday there was like 136 fires burning in New South Wales alone. That's just one state. And 69 of them are still uncontained. Um, so there's just fires burning out of control everywhere. Uh, what's There's 1,500 homes have been destroyed. So like people just losing everything it's going through homes uh 23 people or i think 24 i'm not sure what the exact number is uh people have lost their lives and uh 480 million animals have died as well so this fire is just like ripping through like habitats i i read there was uh a third a third of new south wales's uh koala population has been killed which and and a third of the habitat as well that koalas live in has uh, been killed, which, so yeah, that kind of gives you, I just wanted to give you a level of like perspective. I, I don't really remember the fires being this bad ever in my life. It seems like it's just completely out of control. And uh, obviously I, I don't want to talk about it for too long because there's nothing I can add that that anyone else hasn't said already. So uh, the reason why I bring it up is uh, obviously everyone wants to help. Um, I have this little platform, uh, which is cool. And obviously there's, there's Pink's donated half a million dollars to the to the fund. Uh, Elton John donated one million dollars on stage, which is so awesome. Uh, so I, I, at first I was thinking like, oh, this is stupid. Like, why even weigh in on it? Uh, but then I, you know, every little bit counts. So, uh, and I really wanted to do something. I've already done some like benefit gigs and stuff like that, where all the money after the gig has been donated to the Bushfire Appeal, which I was stoked to be a part of. It's awesome that I could help in any little way. And obviously I donated my own money as well, but I kind of wanted to do something else to help out. Now I do, I do hate it when influencers do this like shit where they're like, Oh, 20% of proceeds are going to this horrible tragedy. And you're like, cool, dude, you're profiting 80% out of a horrible fucking thing. Now that's good. If you've already donated, I guess, and then you buy something you wanted and then some of the money goes. It's not a bad thing, but I'm just not really about that. Uh, so I wanted to think of a way where I could donate 100% of the profits. I don't think merch is a good way to do it because, look, it's very boring, but I don't own all my merch. There's just, there's distributors. Like There's a lot of people have a piece in the pie, and uh, it gets very complicated and boring. So uh, I was thinking for this week, 100% of uh, all the profits from my digital download stream of my comedy special, The Whitest Boy That Ever Lived, will be going to the CFA Bushfire Appeal. Uh, and all, by the way, all the links of, if you want to just donate, if you fucking hate my comedy, right, and you don't want to watch that, just donate. Like, I don't care 
if you if you buy the special, right? But I'm saying if you just if you've already donated, this is mainly for people who've already donated. Uh, if you've already donated and haven't seen my comedy special yet, then if you get it this week, I will donate 100 percent of the money to the CFA Bush Fire Appeal because there's heaps of people that need it. 100 uh, percent of the profits of that appeal go to people who have been directly affected, such as like buying grocery shopping, replacing school uniforms, bunch of stuff like that, which is a really cool thing. Uh, so yeah, I'll be donating, donating that. Uh, obviously, if you don't have enough money, there's other ways you can help. Another reason why I wanted to do this, in case you don't know, another way you could help is like donating blood. Uh, they need a bunch of that at the moment. So that's a cool thing you could do. It doesn't cost anything, just your time. You could also, uh, like even Meg today has been making these like little Joey pouches, uh, and that you can hand them into like vets. They're collecting them for all like the wildlife that's been affected uh, and stuff that, cause they're running out of, uh, resources for that. Uh, cause yeah, it kind of really happened really suddenly. So, uh, everyone's kind of just trying to help out. That's the one thing. I love about uh, Australia and Australians this is why we're the fucking best people because whenever shit goes bad, everyone seems to unite and help each other out, which is really cool. And that's what, that's what being Australian is all about. So uh, really that's the least I could do uh, is trying to, trying to do something. So yeah, if you haven't seen my comedy special yet, uh, get it this week and you'll be helping out a bit as well as having a good old chuckle. Boom. That's double good. Look at me go. Uh, but if you already have uh, watched my comedy special, then please, 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 please uh, donate below if you haven't already. There's wires. There's the Red Cross. I'll put all the links below. Uh, pick whichever appeal uh, charity uh, you'd like it to go to. And, uh, yeah, the main thing is just uh, try and help out because that's what being an Aussie is all about. Uh, but, yeah, also a massive shout-out to, obviously, all the – uh, CFA members. I, I read there was like 2,800 uh, people in New South Wales alone fighting fires this week, which is uh, super cool to see. And uh, those people are heroes. So, yeah, I don't, I don't really, I don't really want to stay on it for too long because you guys probably heard enough of it. And uh, there's not a lot I can do except for, yeah, I was, I was, I was trying to do what I can. So yeah. And by the way, the reason I chose my comedy special is because I own 100% of it. So I can control where it, how it gets uh, distributed and where all the money goes. And also my management uh, have agreed to obviously not take a cut this week. So it will be 100% of the money that I get back uh, from that. We'll be going to the bushfire appeal. My comedy special is 10 bucks on my website. So yeah, if you want to laugh and want to do something good, that would be awesome thing to do, I guess. Otherwise, just donate below. And, uh, and also hope that everyone's safe and... Yeah, make sure you, if the fire's coming and you're listening to this, get the fuck out of there, okay? It's not worth it. Don't be the hero with the hose, okay? Just just get out. There's nothing worse than, like, hearing horrible shit where, like, people have tried to defend their houses and stuff. Um, so there's been a lot of stories like that going around and stuff, which I think that's why it took me a while to process uh, what's actually happening is because you hear about it, but it's not until you hear like personal specific stories. I watch a few videos on Facebook where they're like firefighters just fighting them, like standing there with a hose and the water was just being evaporated as like the water hit the fire. Like the hose was doing fuck all, uh, which is scary. So yeah, do anything you can to help out Australia, especially if you're overseas as well. Great, great way to help out if you're overseas. Um, so yeah, back to the podcast. Thank you. So yeah, I've had a good Christmas. I, I needed so many things to fill you in on. Where should we start? Let's start at Christmas. Let, let's let's begin from there. Uh, you know what I was sick of before Christmas? Just hearing, oh, like, like you talk to anyone, you like you see someone at the shops talking to retail staff and they go, you know, they're wrapping up whatever you're born. They go, can you bloody believe it's Christmas? Huh? Can you believe it? Yep. Happens every year. Plausible. Can believe it, but they go, nah, but like, can you believe that's come around so fast, hasn't it? I can fathom it. Oh, here's me believing it. Yes. It's here. Can you believe it? I, I, I reckon I heard, oh, can you believe it's Christmas? Over a hundred times in the month leading up to Christmas. December, 
is just the month where people go, can you believe it's Christmas? And you go, yeah, there's wreaths on the streets. There's lights everywhere. Christmas with the Cranks was on TV last night on Channel 9. So was Santa Claus 1, 2, and 3. Pretty sure Channel 7 is doing a marathon on their new fucking 7 flicks. Right? Yes, I can believe it's Christmas. Right? I've seen Elf twice in the last two weeks because my girlfriend enjoys festivities. I can believe it's Christmas. Can you believe it's Christmas? Yes. That's what I hate about Christmas. It's just the hype. I love Christmas. Don't, do not even start pointing fingers at me being any kind of Scrooge. Okay. I'm a festive boy. Love festivities. Don't like pre-festive hype. I'll give you from December 20th onwards, you can be excited about Christmas. If you are excited about Christmas early December, firstly, that's fine if you're eight, right? And you don't have a job and you've got nothing to do. And the curriculum's kind of finished for the year and your teacher's like, draw a picture of Santa Claus. Fuck off, right? I got to do reports. So that's, that's fine if you're eight. But if you're any more than eight, uh, or three words, do better shit until December 20th. Then go, oh, that's how that, but can you believe it's Christmas? Yeah, I can. It's December 20th. Huh? Again. It's like uh, those people who say, can you believe it's Christmas? Do you reckon they're actually thinking like, fuck, I wonder if we'll do it next year. I wonder if society's, um, this might be the last one. And then next year, they're just surprising and going, huh? Can you believe we all decided to do that again? Yeah, it's it's a tradition. Um, Don't really know why we all just do Christmas, huh? Ever think about that? Ever stop to think about like, because in your brain, you're like, oh, it's Christmas. I'll hang out with my family. Oh, it's Christmas. You know, you just do Christmas shit. But it's kind of weird though that everyone just like goes, all right, today's Christmas. And we all just do it. Unless you're a Jehovah's Witness or is it them who don't... Uh, celebrate it, whatever it is. Um, unless you're like, don't celebrate it. But even still, they know it's Christmas. It's pretty weird, isn't it? This society, like I'm not religious. There's no reason for me to do Christmas other than just, it's a thing that gets booked in every year and I'm required to attend. And I don't mind attending. It's fine. It's just a thing that we do. And it's fucking bizarre when you think about it like that. Maybe we should just stop Christmas. But that's what every Christmas movie is about. He's like, why is every Christmas movie some nine-year-old trying to save Christmas? So I've got to save Christmas. And everyone's like, he saved Christmas. And there's always someone trying to stop Christmas. That's me. I'm the person who's like, fuck off. All right. I don't mind it, but I'm like, I'm not anti-Christmas. I'm just like, I'm not so pro-Christmas that I'd save it. If I was that nine-year-old kid and there was an evil person trying to like, like, a bar humbug like the Grinch was just trying to ruin Christmas. I'd be like, let's just see how this plays out. <laughs> let's see what what uh, no Christmas is like. Maybe it will. I mean, it might be shit. I might regret it. I might be like, man, I probably should have you know done something about that. But I'm nine, so. But you know, in those movies, they always like work with Santa or work with their little festive friends. Like in um, what's that movie? I don't like it. This might be an unpopular opinion. But I, I fucking hate that movie, uh, The Polar Express. The only good thing about that film is animated Tom Hanks. And the rest of it can go die in a burning, festive hole with pretty much every other Christmas tradition that sucks nutsack. Um, that movie is terrible. There's, there's actually very few good Christmas movies, really, if you think about it. You know, people just like them. Because of Christmas. I mean, you could be the guy who's like, Home Alone's a Christmas movie. Home Alone is not a Christmas movie. It's a movie that's set at Christmas. It is not a festive film. It's a film about a kid who has irresponsible parents and uh, robbers who aren't very good at their jobs. That's what that film is about. It's not about Christmas. Hey, when people go, oh, Die Hard's a Christmas movie. I'm like, no, it's just a movie that's set in December. Right, and there's a bit. The opening scene is people going, "Can you believe it's Christmas?" And then it's Bruce Willis going, "Fuck yeah, Canberra!" I haven't seen Die Hard for ages. Is that how it goes? Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's Christmas. What else? I feel like oh, this was one thing that I was annoyed that didn't happen this festive season. For some reason, 
I really wanted this situation to happen, right? You know how people always go, like you, people always go, Merry Christmas to each other, you know, uh, Merry Christmas. Um, and then some people like who are stuck up go like, um, I actually don't celebrate Christmas, so I'm offended. It's just say happy holidays, right? There's people on Twitter going, uh, I would encourage people to say happy holidays because you don't know what people celebrate. And it's like, oh, fuck you. All right, people are saying Merry Christmas because they're trying to be nice, right? There's just a nice, it's just a thing you say to someone like in the street, say, say the, you're walking in a car park and you drop something. They go, oh, hey, you dropped something. Oh, thanks so much, man. I really appreciate that. No worries. And it's like December 23rd, you go, Merry Christmas. You, go, you too. It's just a nice thing to say to someone. And it'd be pretty rude, I think, if someone in that situation turned around and went, I actually don't celebrate. Even if you don't celebrate Christmas, just go, oh, you too. You don't need to start that. But there's some people who go, I, I prefer happy holidays. Thank you very much. What I wanted to do this Christmas uh, was I, I wanted to have someone say happy holidays to me uh, so I could get offended by that. Like I really wanted – I'm not going to be offended if someone says Merry Christmas to me because I do celebrate Christmas. But – um. I really wanted someone to be like, happy holidays. And I just wanted to turn around because you know, that type of person is really trying to include everyone. They've said that. So I feel included no matter what I uh, believe in or, or celebrate. So I wanted someone to be like, happy holidays. And I wanted to turn around and just be like, um, I actually don't take holidays. Uh, I'm fucking on the grind 24 seven. The hustle never stops. Thank you very much. Happy. <laughs> I would never like, what about if someone just doesn't take happy holidays? Oh, you know, you know what? I think happy holidays is more offensive <laughs> because so many people have to work through Christmas and it sucks. You can't say that to someone in retail, you know, your Christmas shopping Christmas Eve. Cause I'm an idiot. And I leave it till the last minute every year. You know, like, they go beep, beep. And then at the very end, they go, all right, that's going to be $23 50. And I go happy holidays. They're going to be like, Hey, Come back, listen here, fuck brain, all right? Does this look like I'm on holidays? Or did I just check through all your shit and get paid minimum wage for it? Say Merry Christmas or take it back. And I would think that's fair. Happy holidays is probably more offensive. That's what I decided. You know, happy holidays. You're like, how fucking dare you, okay? I'm always grinding, you bitch. <laughs> Uh, what else is doing with me? I wrote down a bunch of stuff to talk about. Oh, I want to talk about goals and a little bit of 2019 stuff. Okay. Uh, we've had some giggles. I've had some complaints. I've got a few things off my chest. It's now time to set some goals. Cause if you don't set goals, then, uh, you can't, you know, live that nothing but net lifestyle. Cause otherwise you're not achieving shit. Uh, so I want to go through 2019. Firstly, uh, thank you so much for last year was awesome. I didn't really do a video about it yet. Um, and may not, I'm just, I don't know. I just didn't get around to it. And, uh, I guess if you listen to this podcast, uh, you are one of the people who, uh, tune into this and support what I do. And the only reason why I don't have to have a real job and I get to do the best job in the world every day. So I really appreciate that. It does mean the world. 2019 was sick. Uh, I did the biggest tour of my freaking life. I did like, it started off a bit rough. I glandular fever at the start of the tour in Perth. Um, and I'm so excited to go back to Perth. I kind of not like make it up for those people, but just like, I really want to go back to Perth and just fucking kill it. Cause like I was so under the weather for those shows. And, uh, thank you so much to the people who came out to that. I did Perth fringe last year. It was like this time last year in January, I started my show and like the show improved so much by the end that, uh, I just want to go back to Perth this year and just like do some great shows. And, uh, I booked in a little room. I, I wanted to do uh, this room. I love called lazy Susan's, uh, in, uh, Perth. It's, it's my favorite room to do there. Uh, it's like 90 seater and I want to do a bunch of shows there in Perth this year. So, uh, yeah, definitely come out and I'll be sweet. So yeah, the year started off last year was cool. Um, but I had glandular fever, but then after that, I did like the tour, did the comedy festival. I saw the most tickets I've ever had, but that, that's not really what I do it for. I just like, fuck, I just wanted to like have fun on tour and I had so much fun. Um, what else happened last year? I, uh, I just, I feel like I, you know what I did? I did like, uh, probably the less 
the least career progression. I mean, at least from my perspective, it felt a little bit stagnant. But I guess it didn't. It, it, it wasn't though. Like I, I grew thirty thousand subscribers. I, I, you know, you know, a lot of new people came on board. I had stand up clips go viral. It was a great year for me career wise. But um, and I filmed a, my debut comedy special, which, by the way, announcement, huh? Bit of a drum roll, which you can now watch on Amazon Prime. That is right. Bit of a, did that go off? Yeah, boom. That's what I'm talking about. Nothing but net. It's so cool. I have a, uh, I have um, a comedy special. My debut comedy special is on a streaming service, which is I really didn't think would happen at the start. And um, so, yeah, that's cool. So if you have Amazon Prime, you can go watch The Whitest Boy That Ever Lived There. It's uh, very cool that you can just, like, watch it on a TV if you have an obscure streaming service, which, by the way, I think might start popping off once they release this Lord of the Rings uh, show, which might be, like, a year away. So I'm just holding out hope that Amazon Prime just starts starts becoming big and then I just get all my next comedy specials on there. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's very cool. Um, so thank you, and thank you to all the people who made that happen, uh, whether it's you who's listening to this. I uh, couldn't have done it without you guys, people from Verve, uh, my management, Connor, who directed it. It's, uh, yeah, really, really surreal. So, yeah, last year was, like, really good career-wise. Uh, maybe during it I felt like I wasn't progressing as much. Like, we had – it was just a lot of, like – me figuring out what the fuck I wanted to do. Uh, and it took a year to figure that out. And I, th- and I, so many times throughout the year, I thought I had it. I was like, no, I'm going to do this. And then I was like, no, nah, I don't know. I want to focus on that. And then towards the end of the year, I, I got a better idea. So like, if you look back to where I was last year, I was, uh, living at home. Um, I, Really wanted to do videos again at the start of the year. Then I got glandular fever, and that knocked me out for a bit. Um, and that's a sh- I got it bad. I had a really, I had it really bad. It knocked me out for like a few weeks, and then a few weeks after, you still feel shitty and lethargic. Um, and then the comedy festival just crept up so closely after that. And then I was doing podcasts. We we're still doing radio at the start of last year, uh, and then we realized that maybe that wasn't a good fit. Uh, Lewis and I realized, you know, maybe that wasn't the best fit for what we wanted to achieve online. Um, and we didn't, we couldn't see the benefit anymore from radio. So we decided to leave that just after the comedy festival. Then we spent about three months in limbo where we knew we wanted to start a podcast, but it cost us thousands and like of dollars, like almost $10,000 to build a studio and a set from scratch, uh, all the equipment and also like just getting it all up. Like we had to, you know, like you have to build the set. We physically had to build it. So, uh, we were in like limbo for a few months and while trying to keep all our other shit going, which is why this podcast was inconsistent last year. Um, then the, I started a Patreon, which allowed me to hire uh, people to help me edit and stuff, which did improve things towards the end of the year. But I still felt like I could do more and maybe up the efficiency with the podcast and stuff. So uh, over this little summer break, um, I've, I've really planned out my year this year and what I want. Uh, and I'll, I'll tell you guys about that. I can talk about it now. I'll just talk about it now if you're interested. Um, so, uh, I mean, I like that. I'm saying if you're interested, but it's like, Hey, I'm going to talk about it. So you fucking would want to be otherwise tune out. I don't care. All right, please keep listening. I really like people listening to this podcast. <laughs> so, uh, this year, essentially, uh, this week, um, Starting from now, and I'm not going to make any promises because I've done that in the past and that's another thing I didn't want to do was promise a bunch of shit. But I'll just go through my goals. I wrote them down. The first goal is to be more consistent. Now, thanks to your help on Patreon. Now, if you want to support the podcast, what I do, the best way to do this this year is on Patreon, right? Uh, That is how I'm funding everything this year. I'm going to try and build it up and I'm hopefully with the help of you guys, we can... Uh, create something pretty cool this year. Uh, I've, I'm essentially paying someone to produce this podcast in its entirety and Luke and Meg. Now that's not saying that like, 
I it's still the same podcast. Nothing will really change from your perspective other than you'll get a podcast every week. So if you don't know this, since this podcast kind of was on my main channel, um, now it will be a bit more streamlined thanks to Rode uh, because I have this new Rodecaster, which means I can do sound effects and stuff live um, and all the music. Hopefully it will be a little bit easier to put together. I still want to keep it high quality. So that was taking me a while to edit and it was really taking me a whole day per week to turn around this podcast. Two days a week of Luke and Lewis. There's three days already gone with just podcasts. We're doing Luke and Meg as well for Patreon uh, every fortnight. So really there's four days a week gone most of the time just doing podcast stuff, which leaves three days a week, assuming I have no days off, which I don't really, uh, doing stand-up and videos, which should be the two main things I'm doing. Uh, So this year I'm going to try and get that day of the week back that I was spending doing this podcast and thanks to the people on Patreon who's made this possible. Um, and yeah, this podcast will be, uh, edited by someone else. There's not much editing to do and, and clips and I want to do social media properly this year. I just really want to make more of an effort to be consistent in everything I do. And I've, I thought I could do that myself last year. The only way I'm going to do it, uh, with how much stuff I've kind of taken on is uh, to have help and to it's hard because I'm a control freak and it's hard to like let go because it's always been my little baby like I like my podcast and I do it the way I like it but it's like I just need to let go and uh, you know obviously oversee everything and uh, so yeah that's the way this year's going to run I'm excited about it um, I'm going to streamline the Patreon a little bit more as well just to make it a little more simple. There's so much shit going on there. Oh, sorry, the camera stopped. Um, yeah, I was just saying, yeah, I'm going to streamline the Patreon. So if you want to go check it out, um, it, it'll be a cool, it's $3 a month if you want to listen to the Luke and Meg podcast, which is so much fun. The last one we did was fucking hilarious. Uh, here's a clip from that now. Uh, so yeah, uh, Patreon's going to be the way to go this year to support what I do. Um, another goal, let's keep going through goals. Let's be more consistent. Um, hang on, where's my goals? Uh, I wrote them on my computer, idiot. Uh, the other goal was cover this with stickers. I still can't think of what this is called. Um, I'm going blank. This piece of paper, anyway, it's not. It's a uh, little frame thing here, and I'm going to cover it with stickers, as it says. Uh, so that's, that's a little goal because you got to start small, you know, you can't be setting big goals. I want to make this into a little background feature or I'll put all my mates stickers on my stickers on. Cause I realized I have so many stickers. I didn't know where to put them. So that, that's a goal for the year. Just cover that thing in stickers behind me and you'll see it just progress throughout the year. And you'll be like, fuck man, Luke's just ticking off all these goals this year. That is almost covered with stickers. I mean, it's not now at the moment. It just says cover with stickers on it. But, uh, soon. Soon it will have stickers all over it. Um, what else is a goal? Oh, I want to drink some water out of this Darth Vader mug occasionally. Boom. Check that off. Nothing but net. So already I'm fucking kicking goals this year. That's the thing. You've got to start small and work up. So uh, I want to start drinking maybe more out of that Darth Vader mug. I've had it for a couple of years now. Hardly ever use it. But I just think if I get some more use out of this Darth Vader mug, maybe I can channel that energy of the force or something or even just maybe feel a little better about myself than I'm finally using that mug that was given to me. Uh, so 2020 goals. Um, oh, I want to film my stand-up. And that's another thing with Patreon. So it's currently at 60%. That goal on my Patreon is to a media team. I want to take someone with me on tour uh and which is not cheap it's flights accommodation and paying someone to be at every single show filming it because uh last year i tried to film all my shows from the back of the room went through the footage finally got around to it six months later went through all the footage and it's just like it's usable but it's not like i wait till i upload a couple of uh crowd work clips on my channel, um, it's a massive goal to just up the quality of that because stand-up is absolutely the best thing I do. If you've ever seen me live, you'll know that. So that's one big thing I want to achieve this year. And uh, if you want to see 
stand-up clips way more. I reckon I over a whole tour, I do so much crab work at my shows and just talk so much shit. I honestly reckon I could have a whole year of videos, like once a fortnight stand-up clip on my channel for a whole year if I filmed every single show on this tour. That brings me to the next goal uh, is I'm going to film all these shows. The next goal is I've already booked in. So I went to the Gold Coast three weeks ago to plan out my uh, year next year with uh, uh, all my managers and the people who helped me out. Um, I've already booked in 53 dates are penciled in. There's some already booked in that are already on sale. Uh, if you don't know, with Lewis and I, uh, Lewis Spears and I, fellow comedian, do the show with him, uh, doing a joint regional stand-up tour in February in like Four weeks it starts in Warnable. So get the fuck on that. The dates are here if you're watching the video. Okay, so get on that. It's going to be rad. Um, and yeah, so I'm doing shows in places I've never been before. I've never been to pretty much all of these places on my own tour. I don't think I've ever been to any of them. We're doing 13, 14 towns. We're driving in a motorhome from Melbourne to Cairns. It's going to be freaking loose we're gonna i'm gonna be taking this podcast on the road with me i'm gonna be taking the luke and lewis show is gonna be going on the road it's gonna be hella fun and i can't wait so uh what else is gonna be happening so that's already booked in the comedy i will be doing the melbourne comedy festival it's not on sale yet but that will be in april then after that i'm touring my brand new solo show which is going to be huge uh i cannot wait i've all the material that i have so far uh is been fucking uh, annihilating just like dude i i did a gig the other night and i was just like like you know when you just i I didn't mean it that's the thing i actually didn't mean for this to happen but sometimes when i drop like a new five on a crowd i just fucking murder like i i i killed and i had to get the fuck out of there because i was like dude they're after me like, there's just, like, I'm telling you, I just, that was me leaving my gig last night. I was just like, holy shit, I shouldn't have done that new tight five. But uh, if you want to come see me fucking kill, get on it this year. Uh, it's going to be my year. I'm super pumped. And then, pretty exciting, so I'm going to do a national tour after Melbourne, uh, which you can come see me on if you live in all the big major cities, plus some few other places that I did last year I'll be heading back to. Uh, all, then, then it gets bigger. If you're listening to this international person crossing your fingers going, this could be the fucking year. Some of you will see me. <laughs> but other countries, look, if you live in Bangladesh, I'm sorry. I may never do a show there. I don't know where that is, really. I just know it exists, and I know you have a cricket team. Uh, Same with Sri Lanka. I I don't know if I'll ever do a show there. Uh, But if you live in the UK next year or New Zealand, holy shit, hold on to your seat or or you're standing right now, you're running, stop, sit down, hold on to something. I'm coming, okay? But here's what you got to promise, okay? I'm coming to the UK, and I'm coming to New Zealand. It's penciled in. So the, the dates aren't booked yet, but it's heavily penciled. I would say it's penciled into the point with like a, a bold gray lead where it's really hard to rub out with an eraser. It'll be difficult. I'd have to white out over this, right? And I'm not going to do that. I don't use white out, okay? I don't, I don't have my pen license yet. So it's penciled in. But holy shit, this is the deal. If I come to the UK and do shows there this year, and come to New Zealand and do shows there this year, you have to promise, because I can't promise, that you have to promise that if I fucking kill, you don't call the authorities. That's the only, if we can agree on that, if you're in the UK right now, and you're about to dial, the, like whatever your emergency, don't. Because I'm, 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 I'm predicting a murder. Like, I might be in London, right? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna confirm or deny where I'm going. But say, say if you're in London right now, right? Yeah, you might get a chance to catch me this year. But I'm. Not, I can't promise that I won't kill and murder because I I got some new shit and it's good. It's good. Good material. Some of the best material I've ever written. So if we can have a uh, just 
a, an understanding before I go there that uh, you won't dob me in because I don't want to get deported. I still have other shows to do, okay? But, um, you know, I'm just this year, I probably, let's be honest, with, with the material that I've written, I'm going to be on the run this year. So uh, it's, it's exciting. I cannot wait for you to come to these shows. Uh, international's happening, and that's the coolest shit ever. If you had have told me like three years ago I'd be doing shows overseas, I'd have been like, get the, get the fuck out of here. I would have been like, fuck off, huh? Okay, I'm not doing that shit. No way. I, I want to, but I, I can't do it. It's happening, okay? Three years ago, I would have told you to move it. I would have been like, move on. Shouldn't be in these parts with that optimism. But here we are, three years later. I'm going to be jetting off. Fuck, I hope my comedy translates in the UK, you know? Like, what about if I'm just, like, such a bogan at this point? Like, I, you know, I'm going to have to change my Wheat Bix references to whatever the fuck cereal that isn't nearly as good in the UK. So that's annoying. Um, so, yeah, that's some of the stuff. I, have I gone through oh yeah and also want to get to 150k subscribers and i want to do 150 gigs this year this year i did 142 which was the most i've ever done in a year which is super cool now some of those are five minute gigs lots of those are an hour so i had a lot of stage time this year so uh this year was like super cool in the sense that i really focused on stand up this so last year I really focused on stand-up. This year will also be a massive focus on stand-up. For those who are here going, do more YouTube, go watch a YouTuber, right? If you want that. Uh, I just want to do comedy. And uh, obviously I'll be still doing YouTube and uh, stuff because I still love doing that. But uh, yeah, massive focus on stand-up. Want to film it all this year. And I think that's what's get going to get me popping off to that next level, you know? Uh, so what else? I think that's it. Oh, and uh, so, yeah, well, what I was saying earlier and what I didn't get to was last year, I reckon I did the least growing career-wise. I felt when you say all those things on paper, on paper, it was a very good year. And maybe I'm just doubting myself. It was a great year. I had a comedy special. You know what? It was probably the best year I've ever had. But I just feel like I'm capable of a lot more. Uh, last year, I feel like I did the least growing career-wise, in my opinion. But I guess I didn't. I don't know. But, uh, but I feel like I did the most growing off, like out of career, like personally. I feel like, and that sounds lame maybe, but uh, I just feel like I grew the fuck up last year. I, I finally worked out what I wanted. I almost worked out how to do it and I did it by myself. I moved out of home. Uh, I've now got my own space. This room is like a little office. I have a desk behind there. I've got a podcast set, brand new setup. Uh, there's no excuse anymore. You know what I mean? Like I've set myself up. Last year was setting myself up, even with Luke and Lewis. Like we have, yes, we still need to get out of that dog shit warehouse, but you know, there's still room for improvement, but we've really like got all our things up and running now. And this year's the year to essentially just take over with it. Um, and there's no excuse. It's just like, I feel like I've done the building blocks for three years now and I've got a base audience. I've, I thankfully there's people like you legends who I really enjoy my comedy and um, this podcast hasn't been that funny up until now, but um, I just wanted to let you guys w to know what to expect. I'm not going to promise anything, right? Cause I'm going to see if I can do it first, right? I'm going to spend like the first the whole year working my ass off and try and deliver weekly podcasts. So I fucking hope uh, there'll be a podcast next week. And then once I get a few weeks in a row, I'm going to work out a day that this podcast is being released on. We might try and go back to Mondays or Wednesdays. We'll see. Um, and every week there's going to be new memoirs of a white guy and uh, it's going to be huge. So tell your friends, tell them to get amongst it. And um, if you want to come get on board the journey, we'd love, we'd love your support. So uh, yeah, come see me live on this regional tour. I should probably read out those dates before I move on to some other funny shit. Bear with me. Um, what dates are we doing? I don't know. Uh, we are doing, uh, where is it? I got to find on my own Instagram to promote my shows. We are doing Warnable, Ballarat, Shepparton, Wagga Wagga, Bathurst, Central Coast, Port Macquarie, Toowoomba, Bundaberg, Rockhampton, Mackay, Townsville, and Cairns. And for those overseas, yes, they are real Australian places. Toowoomba and Wagga Wagga and Warnable 
is a real place. Uh, so yeah, February, uh, hopefully those shows are not affected by the fires. I guess we just need to wait and see, but they are absolutely going ahead at this point. So get a ticket and I, we would love to see you there. They're going to be super intimate. Lewis and I, uh, will be meeting everyone afterwards, uh, chilling. So yeah, come hang out and we'll have an absolute ripper a time, a rip snorter of an evening, you could say. Uh, what else do I want to talk about? I wrote down a couple more things. Um, oh, here's one. Moving out's going well. Uh, I've been, I've moved out of home now for, oh, it's been a, almost five weeks. And uh, week one, um, I almost shut myself in my own house. So that's how adulthood's going. <laughs> how are you? Because I almost had shit running down my leg. What happened was uh, <laughs> we had a leaking. So we, we bought toilet paper, as you do when you move house. You're like, oh, oh we need some bloody poo tickets. So uh, get them up me. and or Not up me, just get them on me and wiping what needs to be wiped. That's what they're for. So uh, we bought some, then we put them under the laundry sink. Unfortunately, uh, to our knowledge, we did not know that uh, we had a leak in our laundry sink. So... The leak, as soon as we turned on the laundry sink for something, a day later, I found all the toilet rolls as I went to change one, uh, just completely soaked under the cabinet. I was like, oh dear, uh, what's going to happen? So um, Meg was like, don't worry, I'm out at the moment on the way home from work. I'll pick up some toilet paper on the way home at the shop. So I was like, great, thank you so much because I really need, I was, you know when you're just like, I don't, I don't want to be graphic. You know when, when you're heaving for a dump, you're uh, frothing at the mouth. You're frothing at the butthole, right? You're, you're just, you're, you're fiending for that sweet release. I was at that point. I was at the point where I was like, sit down, just breathe. It's going to be okay. It was the only time I'd ever, cons- I'd ever considered started, like starting meditation and just slow breathing. And I'll just be like, if I just suck them in, my ass isn't going to fall out of my pants because that's how I was feeling. I was like, that's fine. Makes me home in half an hour. Distract yourself. What? Do something. Watch something. Unpack some stuff. Look, you got a lot to do. All right. And you can't shit on the floor. All right. You know, you know, the, have you ever, I don't know if maybe this is just me being a desperate man, but have you ever walked past a sink and just, just considered it being like, I could stuff it down. Or you're like in, in a drain, you know, that's when you know you're desperate is when you look at a drain and go, no, that's not a toilet. But you, but there's a half a second where you go, but maybe. <laughs> so that's where I was at. Not a great start to adult life, is it? When you're considering shitting in your new sink <laughs> in a rental. <laughs> Imagine explaining that to the plumber. Just being like, like, he's like, this is a human poo. And you're going like, you dude, shit got bad. All right. Because really you should have called the plumber to fix the laundry sink, not the plumber to plunge out your poo. Right. You should. Anyway, so I'm waiting for Meg to come back with toilet paper. She comes back with all the shopping. I'll think, and thank God Meg's back. Woohoo. I kind of look around the shopping bags and I go, Did you bring the toilet paper? She's like, yeah, I bought toilet paper. I I got toilet paper off the shelf. I purchased it. She's like, huh, where's the toilet paper? I was like, it must be in the car. So I ran out to the car and I was like, nope, not in there. I was like, you sure you bought it? She's like, no, I definitely bought it. We looked at the receipt. There's toilet paper there. I was like, you bought some toilet rolls. All right, where is it? And she goes, oh, shit. I think I might have left it at the self-serve checkout. And she's like, oh, like I'm so tired from work. Like, is it cool? if you like go up and, and, and get them. And I was like, I was already at the door. She didn't have to ask me. All right. I was like, I was, I'm like, dude, it's already fucking running down my leg. All right. I'm going to have to go get this toilet paper. Like I was even on the drive to the shops. I was like eyeing off bushes, shrubbery, uh, drains, uh, puddles, lakes, anywhere that I could use to relieve myself. Now, uh, I've talked about doing a public poo once in this podcast before. I'm very proud to say I've still only ever done one public poo uh, back in year 10 
in the Grampians. And, uh, and that still remains to this day. And I'm proud of that. I didn't do a public poo. I rocked up to the Safeway. My first thought was, does Safeway have a toilet? Oh, sorry, not Safeway. Fuck, I always call it Safeway. It's been Woolworths since like 2008. All right, again, I, I was still stuck in like, it's too late to apologize. This is my, my brain is. My brain never evolved. I'm still like just going through Kings of Leon lyrics in my head. Um, so that's fucked as well, by the way. Can we just, can we actually consider that? I realized this week, I know this is a bit of a detour from the story. I apologize, but I haven't evolved. All these people on Instagram this week have been posting like, you know, throwback pics of like, oh my God, look how far I've come this decade, like 2010 to now. I'm looking at these pictures and I'm like, yeah, sure. I look different physically, but I, looking back to where I was in 2010, I see a young boy who like Blink-182 too much has always thought about dabbling in skateboarding, but never had the confidence and always thought he was funny. I look at me now. I'm that same guy. I like Blink-182 too much. I still always think about dabbling in skateboarding, but I've left it too late now. I can't start when I'm 23, all right? I even think it's sad when Tony Hawk is skateboarding these days. You see like some old guy skateboarding and it's like Tony Hawk can do it because he can do cool tricks and he's Tony Hawk, right? But when you see some old dude skateboarding, that's how I feel. I know I'm young still, but like, fuck, man, I'm going to die soon. Like I'm 23. So... Uh, yeah, I realized that I haven't evolved at all. And, uh, I, I still think I'm funny. I like Blink-182. The only thing really that happened is someone gave me this Darth Vader mug. And now I'm just ticking off my girls drinking out of it. But that's about it. So, so I don't know what my point was there. I, I haven't, ev- oh yeah, my point was I haven't evolved. And is that a good thing? You know what? Maybe in 2010, I just had it all figured out and I, and I got it and I, maybe I don't need to change, but I feel like you should change over a decade. That just, it just shocked me to my core how little I've actually changed since, I think, what was 2010? I would have been in year eight going into year nine. So like, yeah, year eight, maybe, <laughs> you know, maybe I've, uh, I don't know, I've, what's changed since then? I've seen some titties. Uh, I still listen to Fall Out Boy. I, uh, I own more shit now because I have a job, I guess. Not really. I do this. Um, probably more into percussion, more into tambourining. Jeez, it's not, it's not great if that's all you've done over a decade. <laughs> You know, like I've achieved or I've seen the world, I've seen, I've done stuff, like I've done and gone and done a lot of shit. But like when you really break me down to my core, I th- this is year eight Luke. This was me just, I'm just still chilling, you know. I've, I've, I've probably just chill harder these days. Uh, I really haven't changed, you know. I'm just more into like, fuck, I still like Eminem. Like, <laughs> My music taste hasn't changed, that's for sure. Maybe my taste in, like, movies has... Nah, I still like Star Wars. Uh, God damn, I'm a year eight boy. That's what you're listening to. A year eight boy talk about his feelings for an hour. Anyway, back to my story. So, I'm shitting myself. Once again, have not evolved. It's 2020, we're in the future, and I'm still about to shit myself in a supermarket. Awesome. So, I'm in the supermarket... I'm just like, at this point, I can't think. You know when, like, your brain just turns to mush and all you can think about? My brain turned to poo because all I wanted to do was poo. So uh, I'm going, I, so I go to that self-serve desk and I'm like, hey, uh, my girlfriend, I bought the receipt. I was like, she, she has this toilet, she had left this toilet paper here. And I think the lady was, like, wondering, like, why is he in such a rush? Like, does he need it now? And I was like, I need it now. Like, I almost considered, like, yeah, I was like, just, can I duck behind the desk? I'll just pop a squat and just have to deal with this. I was at that point. So then uh, I go in, I pick up the 12 pack, right? I've got this big heaps of toilet rolls. It might've been like even a 24 pack, like a jumbo pack of toilet paper, whatever the biggest one is. I forget. I think it's 12 or is it 24? I don't know. 
Uh, I'm walking out of the supermarket with that. And uh, do you know how much people stare at you if you just leave a supermarket with toilet paper? I only realize it in that situation. Usually it's like, I'm going to get bread, milk. Oh, we need new toilet paper. Oh, I've got to pick up that, that. And you walk out with like a bag of shit. I, it's like this guy just nodded at me on the way out. He just went just like out of respect maybe because like I was just whole, just toilet paper. Like that's the man who needs the shit. If you watch it, I was the guy just walking out, singlet, thongs, just with a brisk. I was walking so briskly that, it sent a message to everyone in that car park of that Woolworths just going, move, move out of the way. This bloke's got a dump. And I barely made it home uh, and I ran inside. I got it done. But boy, oh boy, it wasn't a good start to to moving out and adult life. Because forever, that's going to be my first memory of like, you know, people have moving out stories and that's my story now. People go, how was moving out? I'm like, well, yeah, I almost shat myself within a week in my own house. So not great. But other than that, things have been going awesome. I actually really love it. I genuinely uh, love it. I'm uh, living with uh, my best friend um, in the world. Uh, That's another thing about this year. uh, I'm super, sorry, about last year. I've never been happier. I'm in a relationship uh, that I love and uh, Meg's the best, love her to bits. So, uh, yeah, things are looking up and now we live together. We're just straight up chilling all the time, right? We watch movies a lot, uh, but we both work very hard, um, getting some juicy content out for you guys. And, uh, I went to the beach last week. I'm just trying to catch you guys up. I'm trying, I'm trying to get you guys filled in. So then the next, next chapter, we can really get things going. This is just a catch up podcast. What else? Uh, beach was good. I got a little bit sunburnt. I'm quite irresponsible in the sun, you know? To me, UV is a joke when really uh, it shouldn't be because of my skin. I'm the paciest person uh, I know, I think. And I feel like there's more shit to tell you. What else did I have on my list? We're almost, we're creeping up to 55 minutes. Uh, I'll just check my list of stuff. What did I write down for podcast? Um, Jetstar flights smell like farts. <laughs> I don't even remember why I wrote that down. This is how long it's been since I did the last podcast. Like I've been to almost every single state in the country since then. And at one point on a flight, I must have just smelt a fart. I think I was pretty angry at Jetstar in December because we got a five hour delay once at the airport and it sucked dick. And uh and then I was probably got on the plane and I was like, fuck this plane, it smells like farts. And then I probably thought of some awesome slam to talk about on the podcast. And it's, I've, it's wandered off. I don't remember what I was going to say, but you know what? Fuck you, Jetstar, you farting dogs. All right. I bet, I bet that plane did smell like farts. I don't really remember writing that down, but you know what? If I wrote it down, it meant it definitely did. So put some air freshener. All right. Freshen up your plane. Stop giving people delays and uh, be a better airline. Less farts. Cool. Um, Apple. Oh, this was, oh, this was a thing. This is another long story though. But I'll cut it short. Apple had my laptop for 15 days, I think, by that, or 14 days. No, I think it was over two weeks. 15 days they had it for, uh, which is another reason why in December content just slowed up because I didn't have my laptop for 15 days because Apple were like, oh, it's going to be a, th- a three to four day turnaround. And I was like, oh, yeah, I could probably do that. Then... 15 days later, I eventually get back my laptop. They gave me, look, oh, this is what happened. You know when you go to the App Store? Oh, the Apple Store. Fuck me, I'm tired. <laughs> you know when you go to the Apple Store and um, they pretend that they've fixed your shit, but you know they haven't. They've just given you a new one. They're like, oh, here's your new laptop. We've fixed it. And I was like, I was like that's a new one. I was like, it's a new laptop. And she's like, no, no, this is yours. I'm like, really? I'm like, so if, so if, if I try the HK because it was always broken, that will be still broken, right? She's like, yeah. Tried the HK, it worked. And she like, she looked so guilty. She knew. I was like, why are you lying, right? So they were like, oh, we fixed the whole exterior. We got your screen replaced and your touch bar. I was like, that's it, screen and touch bar. She's like, yeah. I was like, the computer's a different color. And she's like, oh, they must have changed some parts on it. And I was like, this is a new fucking computer. I don't know why they lie. I don't know what they get out of it. 
But I was like, well, so where's my old one? Like, can I just delete all my, just bring up my old one, right? And delete all the shit. And then that's cool. I don't care. I get a new laptop out of it. I had to pay like two grand as well. It's not like I got a free new laptop, right? They, my old one was fucked. And then they had to pay two grand to fix it. And then whatever. So that's my life now. Uh, paying two grand, getting lied to at Apple and just accepting it. Cause I'm like, oh, it's capitalism. That's how we do it. They're Apple. What am I going to do? Sit there and be like, uh, I want to speak to the manager. He's dead. Dude's not around anymore. I want to speak, speak to Steve Jobs. Cool. Call his grave, asshole. Get the fuck out of my store. And I feel bad for every Apple employee because they're just told to lie. They just told this guy we fixed his laptop. You didn't fix that shit. I'm like, oh, so all my shit's on it? Like, no, we had to reset it. I was like, sure you did. Has got a completely new operating system on it to what I left it as. You definitely gave me a new laptop. <laughs> it was the, anyway, whatever. So that was the thing that happened. Um, 2020 is going to be great. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. Uh, I'll be back next week with a brand new one. And that is cool. And I'm excited. How cool is that, guys? So cool. And uh, yeah, just going to be ticking off goals, you know, drinking more water out of my Darth Vader mug and uh, covering the thing behind me with stickers, doing heaps of gigs. Um, And uh, yeah, just keep, I'm going to keep crushing it at gigs, you know. Keep, keep living that nothing but net lifestyle. That's how we do it. So, yeah, if you want to join this nothing but net lifestyle, if you want to see it continue, get on the Patreon. I would love to uh, have your support. It's going to fund this podcast and it is going to fund uh, stand-up clips this year, which is the best thing I do. I can promise you that. Wait till you see the new ones I put out if you're not convinced. And uh, then, yeah, I'd love to uh, just stop. And then, yeah, I'd love to uh, get your support. So thank you all very much. I will see you next week. Woo!